the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Joe, we have a very special show today. It's jam-packed. Get your shoehorn out. Are you ready? You are ready. Yes, you are. I'm ready. Yeah. Is that you? It's me over here, Joe. Yeah. We have, among other things, we have Steve Hackett, the lead guitarist. In the past, he was with Genesis during their big heyday. He's done tons of solo albums. He's coming through the area next week. So we're going to chat with him a little about that and a new album he has out. We have Dr. Robert Jeffress from Pathway to Victory, who has a new book out, a really cool uh, one called A Place Called Heaven for Kids, 10 Exciting Things About Our Forever Home, answering questions like, is heaven real and where is it? And what are we going to do when we get there? And then we also have tickets for the for King and Country concert there in Trenton next week, a week from today. And you know what today is also, Joe? Uh, is it the one I told you about? It is. It's talk Talking Like a Pirate Day. It, international Talk Like a Pirate Day. So any uh, <laughs> anybody, that's really bad, anybody who calls in today uh-huh. and you kind of kind of pick and choose your spots because you can't call in the middle of me talking to Dr. Jeffress or, right. or, or to Steve Hackett or whatever, but... Find a spot, and we'll ask you to call in. You do your best pirate impersonation, and we'll yeah. give you a gift card. Isn't that fair? It's not even if your if your impersonation is horrible, pirate impersonation is bad. We'll still give you a gift card. We're talking Wawa or Duncan or Panera. Or, Might I be getting the Wawa? Card? Or you'll be getting something. Or Rita's. <laughs> so, eight hundred five sixty WFIL is our number for that. Just listening for your cue to call. Back on the For King and Country concert, by the way. We're hoping to have them on the show between now and next week. But in the meantime, we want to give away tickets and start that process. So if you'd like to win tickets to see For King and Country, which is a week from tonight in Trenton, send me a text this hour at some point to 610-500-DOVE. That's our text line, 610-500-3683. Just put your first and last name in there, where you're from, and uh, the word king. And that'll uh, get you in the running for a couple tickets for next week's show, anytime between now and the end of this hour. All of that said, as if that wasn't enough, we're glad to bring on our longtime friend and frequent guest of this wonderful broadcast, Gary G. Cobb, former Eagle, longtime Philly sportscaster and of gcobb.com. How you doing, man? Doing great. How you doing, Tim? Wonderful. It's good to have you on and give a little uh, insight into what happened. And for those who are watching the game on Sunday night, and watch that beautiful, beautiful rainbow from Carson Wentz to Nelson Aguilar. Oh, we didn't quite <laughs> catch it. And uh, there was a lot of comments about that, even though Aguilar had a great game. Carson had some interesting stuff to say about that. Well, you know, um, Carson is, you know, he's a, uh, he's a believer. And, uh, you know, he's pretty, he's pretty serious about his faith. And, and you can see it comes out like uh, he was talking about, uh, he was asked a question as to how he felt about the fact that Nelson, you know, let that ball go through his hands, the pass that could have put them in the lead and could have ultimately helped them win the game. And 
He said the first thing he does is let him know, look, Nelson, the next play I'm coming back to you. You know, I'm, I believe in you. Uh, I think that um, you're one of the guys going to help us win, you know, a championship. And, you know, I believe in what you believe in. And I believe that uh, you're, you're one of the guys on the team that we can count on. And so it, it was just a way of him expressing his faith in Nelson and the fact that he was going to make it sure that he knew that he still believed in him, even though, you know, he, he, didn't, he didn't do the job on that particular play. And I just thought it was a great example of uh, how many, you know, uh, parents. Um, it's just great when a, when a parent will uh, not just correct, you know, their child, but after the correction, let them know, you know, you know I still believe in you, though. You know, you know I still have faith that you're, you're, you're an outstanding uh, young man or young woman and that you're headed for doing great things in your life and that um, I know you made a mistake, and we all do, but I want you to know that I still believe in you. Uh, it's something that, you know, whether you're talking about uh, parents, you know, talking to their children, uh, spouses, talking to each other, mm. it's something that is the way the Lord does all of us because we all miss the mark and, and fall and, and and make mistakes and we have to go back to him and, and say, hey, we, you know, we were wrong in what we did and that the Lord is always there to say, hey, look, you know, we still, I still believe in you and I know you're capable of doing some great things. And it, it's really just got, uh, you know, uh, his, his goodness and his leadership uh, is definitely in what Carson was doing. And I said, you know, that's, that's just a, outstanding leadership that right away he would let Nelson know, look, I still believe in you. And a lot of times, you know, he does it right in front of the guys. So it just brings everybody together because everybody makes mistakes. There's not a guy in the huddle that hasn't made a mistake during that game. But, you know, to stay together and to let each other know that, look, we're still going to get this job done and we're going to do it together and uh, we, we believe in each other. It's just something that is, um, you know, there's, there's something godly about it because we know the Lord and that's the way he is. That's it. That's it. That's it. Gary G. Cobb, our guest for a couple of minutes here. We were chatting earlier today and uh, he had started to share this with me. I thought, you know, this would be great for, for those of us to hear on the air uh, and be encouraged by and be reminded by whatever position we find ourselves in. Um, and you would know, having played all those years for the Eagles and also for the Cowboys and this coming weekend, I guess it's the Lions too. You played for and they're next up for the for the Eagles. You've probably also seen the opposite, where somebody, like a quarterback, threw a pass and the guy dropped, and the quarterback's like, "That that could have been the game for us, or that's a touchdown pass off my off my stats or something." And the opposite of what Wentz did with Agalor. Oh, without a doubt, I've seen I've seen the other way, and uh, you know, once you start, you know, the finger pointing and things, what happens is. Uh, you know, that, that bitterness rises. And, you know, if you stay around anybody long enough, you're going to find some faults. <laughs> you know, if, if there are... If Joe, there are you, this earth, Joe, you're listening? We've done the show for a year, and that's why we're in separate rooms. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, but, you know, you have plenty. If you just wait around, if you've got one of your teammates and, and he goes off on you, all you got to do is just wait a few minutes because he's going to mess up and do something. You're going to see, you know, and, uh, you know, you don't want that going back and forth because I tell you, it's very important, uh, especially football. Football is such a team sport that everybody's got to do their job in order for you to win. 
and everybody uh, makes mistakes. There are no perfect games, and you know you have the times when uh, you know one of the best players is having a bad day. But to be positive like that, and uh, you know, I, I think that um, uh, one big thing that Carson is doing is he's really growing into that job, you know, and growing into that leadership. You know, uh, he's just getting better and better. And being able to deal with the press, see, after the game, you know, of course, he could have said, oh, man, you know, he should have had that ball and everything. <laughs> but right away he goes, hey, I let him know right away. I'm coming back to you, Nelson, you know. Yeah. And sure as day, two plays later, Nelson catches that 43-yard uh, pass on fourth down. Right. That puts him down in position to win. And you see, look how important that is. If he just start hanging his head and, He's moping around, you know. Then you're uh, you got a guy that's not focused, and he wouldn't have taken advantage of that situation. But, but because you know of what uh, Carson said to him to keep him up, you know he was able to rebound a couple plays later. So I love it. That that is uh, that's a, that's great leadership when you you uh, you're encouraging somebody. You know, yeah, you, you you do the correction, but at the end of the correction, you know. And I was, uh, was telling him about how you know. Um, of, uh, you know, years ago as a kid, you know, uh, my dad would have to correct us, and, and there might be some paddling in there, you know. <laughs> it still stings, <laughs> huh? Going, you know, yeah. You but, still you know, feel it ringing. The end of it to say, you know, hey, you know, I, I, I still think, you know, uh, that you're going to do great things in your life, you know, so. Uh, yeah. I do. I do remember that paddle, you know. Well, believe me, this is going to hurt me more. No, this is going to hurt you more than right. it does me. Yeah, that 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 was the line. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm going for Well, gee, and you know, you know, as you're speaking there, First Peter four eight comes to mind. It's a it's a pretty well known verse. It says, "Above all, love mm-hmm. each other deeply, because love covers over a multitude of sins." Amen. You know, so that's right. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, so we- Got to be positive, and uh, you know, yeah, that's correction. But we want to make sure that we, we, uh, what do you say, correct in love. You know, we make sure we got that. That the love is a part of it. You Amen. know, that's the motivation. Gee, thanks for your insight, my friend. And folks can look you up gcob.com. And I'm just going to drop a tiny hint. G's got some stuff he's working on. And that's all we're going to say right now, right? Just some stuff. That's right. That, that's it. <laughs> a little tease, a tiny tease, and then we'll. Yep. We'll unveil more as the Lord leads. Fair enough? All right. Okay, that sounds good to me. Yep. All right, my friend. Thanks again. Have a great rest of your day. All right. You too. All right. It's Gary G. Cobb, right. former Eagle, longtime Philly sportscaster, and just sharing a cool story about how Carson Wentz reacted to a, a disappointing drop Nelson Aguilar had this past Sunday when the Eagles lost to Atlanta and how he handled that and the, and the leader that he is. And uh, that's pretty cool stuff. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We have Dr. Robert Jeffress, who's got a a short little book out, which I think adults can benefit from, too. It's called A Place Called Heaven for Kids. And it answers questions like, is heaven real? And where is it? And what will we do when we get there? We'll chat with him for a few moments. We also invite you, if you want to call in for fun and do your best or worst pirate impersonation, because today is International Pirate Impersonation Day or Talk Like Pirate Day, you can call in at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. And regardless of how well or poorly you do with just a simple phrase, uh, we'll give you a gift card to Wawa or Dunkin' or Rita's or Panera. Your choice. 800-560-9345 for that. It's the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. 
You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. It's 417, The Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, a week from tonight, it's for King and Country in Trenton, New Jersey. If you want to win tickets for that, we have a couple of pair to hand out. Actually, more than that over the next few days. For starters, get yourself in the mix. If you uh, enter today but don't happen to win today, you'll still have your name in the mix over the next few days. We're going to do this into early next week. So give me a quick text at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Just put your first and last name, where you're from, and the word king, and we'll put you in the hat for a couple of tickets. Again, they're in concert a week from tonight in Trenton, New Jersey. And we do have to uh, hope to have them on the show sometime in the next few days as well. In the meantime, though, we're looking forward right now to bringing on from Pathway to Victory, which is on WFIL weekdays at 9.30 in the morning and 8 in the evening, also Saturday mornings at 7.30, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Hello, sir. How are you today? Great, Tim. Good to be with you. Yeah. You know, this month we've been hearing a lot of uh, messages on the program about heaven and uh, very interesting ones, too. Who will be in heaven and what will we do and uh, do Christians immediately go to heaven and when they die and everything? So it's that's worth looking into. Um, and we want to talk about a book, a kind of an offshoot of that, too, in a moment. But if you could, just let people know a little bit about that series and what kind of put it to, you know, why it came together and why you've been having it on Pathway to Victory this month. Well, you know, I think as this world gets more and more filled with turmoil, Christians want to know that God has something better planned for us. And, you know, whether it's political unrest, mass shootings, hurricanes— People know this world is not the way God originally intended it to be, and that the Bible calls the return of Christ and the establishment of his kingdom the blessed hope for every Christian. And that's why I uh, am doing this series on Pathway to Victory, A Place Called Heaven. We are answering the ten most frequently asked questions that Christians have about heaven. And in conjunction with that, we just released this week a brand new book for children called A Place Called Heaven for Kids. You know, children are constantly bombarded with the reality of death, whether it's the death of a grandparent or just these mass shootings they see on TV. And it sparks fear sometimes. It sparks questions. And I wrote this book to help children understand the truth about heaven. It's beautifully illustrated by an award-winning children's uh, artist. Uh, It's something that parents or grandparents can share with their kids. And Tim, perhaps the most important thing about a place called Heaven for Kids is that at the end, there's a a prayer of salvation that you can lead your child in to make sure they know Christ as Savior, and they're ready to be with you forever in that place called Heaven. Mm, You know, I know you're a a parent and grandparent yourself, right? So I'm, (laughs) I'm guessing a place called Heaven for Kids is a little bit connected to a very practical thing for you to write out, even just for your own family as the audience. Well, it really has been, but, you know, I've been a pastor for 40-plus years. I've talked to thousands of children about eternity and about heaven, and, and kids want to know about heaven just like adults do, but they need to know the truth about heaven. So this book is not based on my conjecture. It's sprinkled without, with Scripture throughout it. It's written in a language that children can understand. And, you know, Tim, we are seeing an unbelievable hunger for this book. It's only been out a week and a half. It's already into its second printing. 
we're finding the people who are really buying this book are grandparents. They're buying them five and ten at a time hmm. because many times these grandparents are concerned that their grandchildren are not being taken to church by the adult parents. And so this is a great way to bypass your adult children <laughs> and get the message of salvation directly to your grandchildren through this book, A Place Called Heaven for Kids. Dr. Robert Jeffers is our guest from Pathway to Victory, which airs weekdays at 9.30 a.m. on WFIL, as well as 8 in the evening on WFIL, and Saturday mornings at 7.32. Uh, First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas is where the uh, ministry originates there, and A Place Called Heaven for Kids, 10 Exciting Things About Our Forever Home is this book just came out. Folks can receive the book. I think I've heard on the program, if they give any kind of a gift to help support the ministry, uh, it's free, or they can... If they just want to buy some copies, they can just flat out buy copies, too. Is that right? Yeah, they can buy them, and uh, they can either get them from the ministry, or they can go to Amazon.com and uh, get them. And uh, I think they even offer a great deal on Amazon right now. And you can order as many as you'd like, and I think on Amazon, send them to whomever you would like. Yeah. Maybe you could just take a second and, and rattle off. I know uh, there are a number of questions, key questions, about heaven in, you know, in the book. Uh, that you've come across, I'm guessing partly not by interviewing, but just the conversations you said you've had over the years that some of them come to the foreground, like, let's make sure to put that one in the book. Is heaven real, for example? Well, and perhaps that's the most foundational question that both children and adults have. Is heaven a real place, or is it just an imaginary state of mind? And, you know, Jesus said in John 14, I go to prepare a place for you. And of course, we don't get into the Greek language with a kid's book, but that word place literally means a geographical location. Remember, when Jesus ascended from the Mount of Olives, it says he ascended into heaven. Now, we know the Mount of Olives is a real geographical location. Many of us have been there and preached there before. How is it that Jesus would leave a real geographical location and ascend into a state of mind? That doesn't make any sense. Heaven is a real place as well, and it's a place we can look forward to. You know, another question uh, kids have is, what are we going to do in heaven? Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, kids are afraid of being bored just like adults are. We, we aren't attracted to the idea of floating around on a cloud plucking a harp, and uh, we show pictures in this place called Heaven for Kids of kids doing what they enjoy doing. It's going to be a place of activity. And then the number one question <laughs> kids and parents want to know about out is, are we going to eat in heaven? And <laughs> we address that in the book. And we've got a big table spread out with, you know, watermelon and ice cream. And you say, well, how can you know we're going to eat in heaven? Well, Jesus invites us to attend a great banquet in heaven called the Wedding Supper of the Lamb. We know that Jesus in his new resurrected body got hungry and he ate. And the Bible says our bodies will be just like that of Jesus. So these are interesting questions that I think will increase your children's not only curiosity about heaven, but appetite for heaven and want to make sure that they're there one day as well. Our guest on the program this afternoon, Dr. Robert Jeffers. You can catch him on the program Pathway to Victory, weekday mornings at 9.30, also weeknights at 8, and Saturday mornings at 7.30. We're talking about his new book, A Place Called Heaven for Kids, 10 Exciting Things About Our Forever Home. We're also excited uh, to have uh, Steve Hackett, former guitarist from Genesis from back in the 70s, especially the original lineup. He'll be joining us. He's in concert in the area next week, and we have some gift cards to hand out. And speaking of concerts, we also continue to offer those for King and Country concert tickets. They're in Trenton a week from tonight. If you want to win a pair, simply text me at 610-500-DOVE, 610 
Just put your first and last name, where you're from, and uh, the word king, and we'll put you in the mix for that. We're drawing winners today, tomorrow, and Monday for that. So get in early so you have more opportunities to have your name drawn out. Back with more in just a moment on the Tim DeMoss Show, 800-560-WFIL. I'm sorry, 800-560-WFIL is our phone number, by the way. You're going to need that for another contest that we're running with our uh, impersonation of a pirate day because today is uh, International Pirate Impersonation Day. So we'll get back to that after our conversation concludes in a few moments with Dr. Jeffers and before we continue our conversation or, or, or begin our conversation, I should say, with Steve Hackett from Genesis. A lot going on today. All coming up next in just a moment on WFIO. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. It's 428, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Chat with Dr. Robert Jeffress of the program Pathway to Victory. Heard weekdays at 9.30 a.m. and 8 p.m. on WFIL. Also Saturday mornings at 7.30, Dr. Jeffress has a new book called A Place Called Heaven for Kids. Ten exciting things about a forever home. Uh, have you found, just interestingly, there are those parallels. In fact, I think there's another version kind of of the book, A Place Called Heaven, Ten Surprising Truths About Your Eternal Home. I guess is that more the grown-up version? And That's the adult yeah. book that came out a couple of years ago, and, I mean, it instantly became a national bestseller. And uh, I, I just think there is a hunger right now uh, for people uh, who are Christians to know that God has something great prepared for us. And, by the way, this book for children – uh, it's not only for children who may be grieving the loss of a loved one. There are children all the time who are getting bullied at school, or maybe they experience the breakup of their mom and dad. They need the hope, just like adults do, that as painful as this world is at some point, it's also temporary, and God has a wonderful place prepared for us. Hmm. That's a great thing to, to remember. The, the vision is coming. I mean, what, what the, to have a vision of what is coming, that this is not the end, this is not, don't get too comfortable, <laughs> even in, if things are going that's fairly right. well, right? It's a, and, or don't get too distressed either. Yeah, that's right. Talk with Dr. Robert Jefferson, Pathway to Victory, which you can catch a couple times each weekday, 9.30 a.m. and 8 p.m., as well as Saturday mornings at 7.30. The book's called A Place Called Heaven for Kids, 10 Exciting Things About Our Forever Home. Obviously, a huge topic. Uh, you know, infinite in, in a lot of ways, and we can only know so much, so to speak. Was it hard for you to keep this book to just 10 exciting things about a forever home to, to talk about and think there's so many more things you could address, <laughs> uh, you know, because the, mag- the, the, the size of heaven, if you will, the thought of it and, and what it will be yes. like? Well, there are many things we could have addressed, but we had to keep it short. You know, the adult version of A Place Called Heaven is about 225 pages. The children's version is 32 pages. And again, as I said, we have an award-winning artist who did these beautiful pictures that children love. But yes, it was hard to limit it, And uh, but uh, I think we came up with the 10 questions people really want answered about heaven. And again, the last question in the book is who will be in heaven, Mm. and uh, it gives parents and grandparents a chance to explain the gospel to their children. And, you know, I think every parent needs to know that that boy or girl who sits across from you at the breakfast table every morning, they're either going to be with you in heaven forever, or 
they're going to spend eternity separated from you in that terrible place called hell. This is not imaginary. This is real. Jesus told us about it, and that's why the most important job we have as parents is to lead our children to know Jesus Christ and trust Him as Savior. And this book, A Place Called Heaven for Kids, is a great tool to do just that. As we wrap up our chat, just if I could, uh, you know, I was listening to a podcast of one of the recent broadcasts from this month from the Place Called Heaven series on the radio station. And there was the concept of boredom, which you brought up earlier, like, well, even if heaven's good, you know, after a while, stuff runs out, doesn't it? Like, I'm going to be, you know, bored with that, <laughs> right? But the truth is, it, to me, that uh, you tell me what you think, but it draws me to God's character. Like, stop and think for a second if God is really, uh, th- just the notion of that there will be a place where that's not true, where you actually will be able to go somewhere where it doesn't get old ever to be with God because of his well, character, right? right? That's right. And look, worship is going to be a key thing that we do in heaven, but it's not the only thing we do in heaven. Heaven is not just a 24-7 worship service. I mean, the Bible teaches we're going to have responsibilities. We were created to be workers because we were created in God's image, and we find fulfillment in work. The only reason we don't like work right now, Tim, is because of the impediments that sin causes, strained relationships, government regulations, bodies that get tired, all of that will be removed in heaven, and we'll enjoy responsibility and work as God intended. Amen. Amen. Well, it's great work, and, and I was listening to some of the podcasts, and similarly, I encourage folks to check those out, too, as well as a new book, A Place Called Heaven for Kids, 10 Exciting Things About Our Forever Home, not just, as you said, for those who might be grieving a grandparent's loss or, or some life loss, but also to help them think on a proactive level, like, remember, we're moving out of this world, and we're moving to a forever home and what a blessing uh, that that will be. So thank you for uh, putting it together and the the work that went into it and for sharing it with us. Thanks so much for having me, Tim. You're welcome. God bless you. Have a great rest of your day. You too. All right, bye-bye. Dr. Robert Jeffers from Pathway to Victory, kind enough to spend a few minutes with us today. The program, again, can be heard 9.30 in the morning each weekday, 8 o'clock in the evening, and Saturday mornings at 7.30 in the book, A Place Called Heaven for Kids, 10 Exciting Things, about our forever home. It's 4.33. The forecast calling for a beautiful rest of the afternoon. Uh, I love weather like this, don't you, Joe? This is where you get to bring your your sweater out. You start to wear the long sleeve shirts. You get the Now the coffee actually kind of matches the, the weather. When I'm drinking coffee, it's 85 out. That just shows you how it's much I like coffee. Right. <laughs> no, it's not. However, uh, I'm looking forward to we're gradually going down to the 70s, the 60s, a nice little breeze and fall. We both have uh, long, long sleeves We on. do. I wore the long sleeve shirt today because I knew it's actually tonight's going to be close to 50 for the low. So I may be out this evening a little bit. I want to make sure I'm ready and not like, it wasn't like this this morning kind of a thing. Uh, tomorrow does warm up some to 82 with, uh, with a lot of sunshine. Phillies, unfortunately, lost this afternoon. They had a rare afternoon game, 5-4 to the Braves. They were three and a half games out of the wild card with 11 to go. They start a series at Cleveland tomorrow, then five at Washington next week. Then they come home for three against Miami to round out the season. Still time to get in that playoff picture. They were teasing us there. They won a couple in a row, then lost a close one this afternoon. So we'll see if they can climb back into it. If you're a football fan tonight, it's Tennessee against Jacksonville uh, at 820 for Thursday night football. Uh, Today, Joe, is National Talk Like a Pirate Day. Army laddie. Yes, and if someone would like to call... And do their best impersonation of a pirate with whatever piratey phrase you want. Like, you know, shiver me timbers, or we, we won't make you walk the plank, whatever it is. Even if your impersonation is no no good, so to speak, like really not very good. It doesn't have to be professional like mine. 
No. So if you call in 800-560-9345, 800-560-9345, and do your best for five or ten seconds, we will give you a gift card to your choice of Wawa or Dunkin' or Panera or Rita's. We have those gift cards courtesy of Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown to dole out. And, you know, if they do that, they can then listen to the podcast tonight and hear themselves being a pirate on the air. That's right. Because we do have the podcast. It's a great point, Joe. Uh, After the uh, show is done, Joe assembles everything and puts it online, usually within, you know, 30 or 45 minutes or whatever it might be. Hour to be safe. You can always tune in and, yeah, catch yourself immortalized in the podcast. (laughs) You can show all your friends, listen, I was on this afternoon. I want a gift card. Listen to my impersonation. I was really good. The one pirate that I come, I'm not a big pirate guy, but just it's kind of fun that they, there's a national day for everything anymore. And there's usually like five yes. or ten different things, right? Yes. yes. But uh, the one I think about is the, the Dread Pirate Roberts, I think it is, from uh, Princess Bride. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> that, whole, that whole thing and how it was franchised out. It's a, it's a classic movie. And, uh, and that's, that's the one that comes to mind. I know that people saw the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, I guess. Has, people have seen that movie too a lot. But uh, anyway. Treasure so, Island? Well, sure, you're going back in time. There's, there's some classic. See, I should count on you for the classic literature. Why am I not surprised you add some culture to the program? Arr. <laughs> he says. So, all right. So 800-560-9345. If you'd like to call in and give it your best shot, uh, and we'll give you a gift card regardless of how successful you are. Uh, and by the way, uh, if you happen to live near Long John Silver's today, <laughs> um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on one second. We may have an impersonator. Hello, FIL. Hi. Hi. Arr, Wait, hold on a second. Say that again. What was that? R matey. It's like a clothing line. R matey. <laughs> and who's this? Dale. All right, Dale. Nice work by you. You're the first <laughs> you're the first courageous person to give it a shot. So, all right. Where are you calling from today? Philadelphia. All right. Well, we're happy for you. Thanks for listening in. And I'll put you on hold. Joe will uh, pick, uh, help you pick your card out, okay? All right. All right. Thank not, you. You're welcome. Have a great day. Uh, so, see, it was that easy. R matey. That was it. It wasn't even arg matey. It was R matey. Might she be calling from Philadelphia? It's absolutely. See, Joe, you are pretty good there. All right. Well, we'll hook her up with a gift card. We'll also go to a quick break as long as you're at it. And then we'll come back. We do have Steve Hackett, the uh, longtime guitarist for the band Genesis. He's going to be in town next week. I love it, uh, the opportunity periodically to talk to some of these classic musicians uh, that have been around the block a number of times. He was with Genesis back in the Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins days, and then has like 30 albums since then on his own. And he's doing a couple of shows next week. So we're just going to chat with him for a little bit, talk about that. And you are still welcome to call in with your best pirate impersonation. Joe, I did start to tell you, about the Long John Silver's deal, uh, very briefly, if if you go in there before you know tonight, uh, no costume, just do an impersonation like you're doing here. You get a piece of fish, free. And if you dress the part, they give you like a basket, like a couple of pieces of fish and fries or something. I don't know. But so, so if you want to walk in with you know a, pie, a patch over your eye and a bandana and all that, at Long John Silver's, they're celebrating National Talk Like a Pirate Day in even grander fashion than our humble gift cards. Well, piece of fish or a gift card, what would you rather have? I'm not sure. <laughs> well, they're both great. <laughs> yeah, you can't lose. Matey, walk the plank. All right, back in a second. Steve Hackett from Genesis joining our program on the Tim DeMoss Show. WFIL, WFIL.com. Live and local. 
It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. It's 441, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Just a quick heads up, very much looking forward tomorrow to having Matthew Newell, the director of the Family Hope Center, in studio with us. He's meant a ton to our family and uh, basically, in a nutshell, he and the staff teach parents how to uh, the, about the brain, basically. How does it work from the ground up? What does wellness look like? And then teaches you how to proactively re-engineer it. So if you have a child or know somebody who has a child or you know, with some kind of a diagnosis, uh, ADD or autism or cerebral palsy, dyslexia, ODD, uh, all kinds of different things, social and emotional challenges, they'll talk about and they teach you about, you know, again, wellness first. Actually put the diagnosis aside for a minute. And then build up to how do you proactively uh, re-engineer things so that the symptoms uh, and, the, and the challenges lessen or go away completely. Rather than medicating from the outside in or just trying to fix stuff, they actually help you go under the hood. So very excited to have him in studio tomorrow. And uh, if you want to call in, you're welcome to do that. He'll field as many calls as we uh, can bring into the, uh, to, the, uh, to the mix here. All right, so that's tomorrow on the program. You can look into the more simply familyhopecenter.com. But again, the director tomorrow is going to be in with us, and you can talk directly to him with whatever questions you may have. Feel free to let a friend know about that. Uh, but in the meantime, we are glad, uh, shifting gears to our next guest, which is former Genesis guitarist Steve Hackett in town next week. Hello, how are you? Very well, Tim. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you for taking time to chat with us today. Pleasure. Yeah, Pleasure. we're looking. Thank you. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. We're actually looking forward to the, the tour you're kicking off uh, in the states. Comes about ten minutes from where I go to church, <laughs> so I know exactly really? where it is. Okay. The Keswick Theater in Glenside, and you're there actually right. for two dates. Uh, yeah. So the popular popular show. What are folks in store for at the concert? Well, um, first half of the show we do uh, uh, solo stuff. The second second half we do um, the entire Selling England by the Pound. Uh, from 1973. Yeah. Plus, we include a track which didn't make it onto the final cut of the album, uh, but nonetheless, I think it's an interesting track anyway. Uh, we do Spectral Mornings almost in its entirety. Yeah. We do some stuff from At the Edge of Light, the current rock album, right. um, and we include a couple of other things as well. It's, it's a three-hour show, um, and we, we take a break in the middle, and we come back and do the Genesis stuff and celebrate... Uh, all of that, as I say, in its entirety. Yeah. You have lots to, lots to work with, of course, and I guess you're covering a lot of ground there. With uh, yeah. I think Spectral Mornings, was that in, among the first four or five you had done, the solo records? Yeah, that was uh, my third solo effort. Yeah. Okay. Uh, from a, I was very proud of that. It was my first touring band, um, and uh, got very happy memories of, of making that uh, that album in mm-hmm. Holland in in. Sub-zero temperatures when it was 1979, um, but it was an extraordinary time. Is part of the reason that it's uh, part of your show the 40, the fact that it's a 40-year anniversary, but also because it's something that stands out to you as one of the, your favorite albums you've done over the years? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's one of my favorites. Um, uh, uh, last year, of course, we were doing an orchestral thing, and um, Brad Thatchuk from, from Buffalo uh, was conducting... Um, and I thought, you know, that's such a big bunny to bring out of the hat. What can I give people next time? So I, I thought I could do the whole of Selling England by the Pound and then the Spectral Mornings. I give them two favorite albums. And then um, I happened to be working on this current album, which charted in 12 territories. 
so having committed, you know, to all this other stuff, I thought, how am I going to fit it all in? But uh, I talked the band into it. We do a three-hour show, 20-minute break in the middle, 15 minutes sometimes if we're, if we're tight for time. But it, it's, it's, uh, it, it's an extraordinary band that gets to play all these different albums. Uh, I'm very proud of them. Steve Hackett's our guest, former Genesis guitarist, longtime solo artist, and member of the Rock and Roll mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. And the latest album you're referring to, At the Edge of Light, came out earlier this year. For those who, folks who haven't had a chance to pick that up yet, what, uh, what, what's it like a little bit, if you can give a, a quick snapshot of that? Um, from uh, the, at the, at the Edge of Light, you mean that one? Yeah. Well, yeah, Just stylistically, we, you're, you're very diverse, so that's why I know yeah. people who... We, we, we've got 20, 20 people on it from all over uh, the world, um, from Azerbaijan, India, Iceland, United States, United Kingdom, Sweden. Um, so it's extremely varied. Um, it's a rock album, but it has um, lots of world music uh, influences on it. So um, it seems to have done really well in, in so many territories, and... Um, it's kind of, you know, building bridges between um, far-flung places. That's how I, I see it, you know, kind of, it's a kind of fellowship of a kind. Steve Hackett is our guest, former Genesis guitarist, longtime solo artist, member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Going to be in town next week uh, doing a couple of shows. We'll continue our chat with him in just a moment. Also, inviting you to continue texting in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. If you're interested in winning tickets, for the For King and Country concert, which is in Trenton next uh, Thursday. Just put your first and last name and the word King in there, and we'll uh, put you in the mix for drawing tickets for that. Back with more in just a moment. It's Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560, WFIL, WFIL.com. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM 560, WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. Four fifty, the Tim DeMoss Show, AM five sixty WFIL WFIL Our guest at the moment, Steve Hackett, former Genesis guitarist, longtime solo artist, member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He was with Genesis back in their uh, maybe their biggest heyday with Peter Gabriel, Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford, and Tony Banks. And uh, he's going to be in Glenside next week. We're just chatting a little bit, uh, you know, about these things. Do you find the crowds getting back to the fact that you're coming to the uh, Keswick Theater in Glenside at the end of September? For a couple shows, do you find the crowds in the U.S. to be much different than in the U.K. or other countries? If so, how? Or they just enjoy well, the music wherever you go? Uh, my, 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 um, I've got thoughts on this. Uh, I think American crowds are extremely enthusiastic. They're very demonstrative, which is great. Yeah. That's absolutely wonderful. I mean, I'm, I remember when I was touring Japan for the first time, you know, um, you could hear a pin drop throughout whole gig and then they clap wildly at the end and it's kind of disconcerting whereas actually if people are enjoying something um i say yeah hey clap along sing along stomp along join the band um so this is this is this is good and as i say american audiences um there's that level of enthusiasm which is which is great wonderful it's a little bit like the, the scottish audiences you know back home the uh Scots are very, are very, are very vocal, and that's, that's that's great with me. You've had thirty, I guess it's thirty plus solo albums over the years, uh, and the first of which you did, you were still in Genesis, right? Before you, you had at least done one before you wound up doing yeah. solo full time. Um, yeah, yeah. So, 
I was just going to ask you, what was there ever a time when you had stepped away? Because you were obviously part of a huge group and with the you know classic Genesis lineup. Was there ever a time when you had stepped away? Maybe just in the early days, like did I do the right thing here, or just because it's a little different having to be leaving the safety of a band and then going out and doing your own thing? And obviously, it's work thirty albums later. <laughs> but was there ever a time where you kind of like I wonder if not in a bad I way, but you know what I mean? Just think, were you thinking it or? Yeah, I, I think um, uh, Genesis were having a, a, a huge amount of, of, of hit singles, but then um, I felt that I was more an albums man, you know, and mm-hmm. um, I wanted um, not to just make albums that were full of uh, potential hit singles, but I, I wanted to respect the genre of, of, of albums because I, I, I remember how certain albums just, just changed the world. Um, Sgt. Pepper... Dark Side of the Moon, um, and, and and so for me, um, yeah, great. You know, in, in the early days, I was buying hit singles by extraordinary artists like Roy Orbison, uh, who didn't, you know. Um, yeah. But as albums started to become more and more uh, weird and wonderful, and um, more and more developed, um, bands such as Genesis really invested in in that. There was a whole slew of, of uh, a slew of of British bands that were making great albums. Uh, uh, I, I probably mentioned one of them. You know, obviously there was Floyd, there was Led Zeppelin, um, King Crimson, Froko Harum, Yes. So, you know, we, we were in very good company with uh, with those bands that um, were doing, in some ways, very British music. But, um, but luckily, America seemed to get it. So after years and years of us Listening exclusively to uh, American acts, and and rightly so, uh, you know, you just had such great stuff over here from Elvis onwards. You had you had the Everly's, a huge influence on on the, the Beatles, and uh, so that stuff will you know will always will always will always be there. That that'll always be timeless. Yeah. Um, but then the Brits got their chance too, and uh, and luckily, I think I was there at the right time for that when when albums reigned supreme. So Interesting. Well, and maybe we could end just on this. What's important to you when crafting an album? What do you keep in mind versus the studio side of it, perhaps, or how this is going to sound live? And that's, or is that just something you concern yourself with later? And because you also have that very diverse background from classical to blues to world music. Yeah, I'm, funny enough, I was having a conversation with Roger Dean of album cover fame uh, about this, and um, and he said to me, you know. Um, what an album should be is overwhelming emotionally from the first note. And I thought, well, that's it. It's so simple, isn't it? Um, if only we can all do that. You could just, you know, pick it off, off the tree, the, the overwhelming emotionally tree. And here it is, another leaf from that tree. Yeah. Uh, but that is the challenge. And sometimes, if you're lucky, you manage to pull that off. Very good. Well, Steve, thank you so much for taking time and welcome ahead of time to Glenside later this month. We'll look forward to having you in town. Thank you, Tim. Thank You're you welcome. so much. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. you. Too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That's Steve Hackett, former Genesis guitarist, member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and longtime solo artist joining us on the program. 
Lots going on today. It's been a wonderful show. We had Gary G. Cobb chatting with us, and uh, we also had Dr. Robert Jefferson on the program. We're also taking calls if you want to. We still have a couple minutes here if you want to do your best pirate impersonation on a completely different topic, because today is National Talk Like a Pirate Day. So it doesn't have to be very good, but if you want to give it a shot, maybe you can surprise us, and this is this is your special gift. 800-560-9345. Call in with your best pirate impersonation, and we'll uh, give you a gift card to Dunkin' or Rita's or Wawa or Panera courtesy of Brenner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Also want to give you a quick snapshot right now. We had uh, earlier this week evangelist Alveda C. King, Dr. King, Martin Luther King Jr.'s niece. She's in town tonight in just a couple hours at Drexelbrook uh, at the 10th annual fundraising banquet to benefit Hope Pregnancy Center. And I asked her on Monday, you know, what, what little, give us a little snapshot what she's going to be chatting about tonight. Well, I'm so excited to join the community. We're living in a very good time here in America People don't get to hear that because mainstream news a lot of time won't tell you all the wonderful, charitable, beautiful things that are happening in our communities. But the pregnancy care centers are one of those really wonderful opportunities for the community to turn out to help people in need, especially families, um, dads and moms who had to make a decision to keep a baby rather than aborting a baby. And they are making that choice more and more. And so the mother and the child get help maybe even the dad, the community, the family. And so it's an opportunity to, for everybody to do something good and get involved. So I will be bringing a message of hope, encouragement, and an update on how things are really getting better for life in America. That sounds wonderful. You know, in your book, King Rules, 10 Truths for You, Your Family, and Our Nation to Prosper, one of the things that mm-hmm. you mentioned in there is when you were going to write the book, you thought, well, maybe I can keep this to topics that are a little easier to discuss, like poverty or education, but you also mm-hmm. said, you know, I decided we needed to go and tackle some of the things that are harder, like the the rights for the Absolutely. unborn, right? The babies and to make the decision to let them live and then to just have our own lifestyles change where we won't be having things like human trafficking, for example, uh, abortion and all of these things that put us into these situations. So if we can begin to help the community make better choices, such as preparing to be a family, planning to be a family in a healthy way, not with abortions and shots and pills and all of that kind of thing. But we will talk about that and give rays of hope or ways of hope to help people to live in a more healthy manner. Evangelist Alveda King again at Drexelbrook tonight in Drexel Hill. I got word from Jim Maxim over there. They will let you in. It's a free event. And even though registration closed, they will take some walk-ups if you want to slip in. Check that out tonight, Alveda King in Drexel Hill, PA. Have a great night. Thanks for listening in. Look forward to being with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.